Okay. Um, welcome everybody to this. I don't know if it's a special edition, but to this edition of Down for the Count podcast, um, you have myself, and then you have um, Tiff right here with me, and we also have Trey D from Rumble said Down for the Count um, from We <laughs> Love Wrestling. Um, you want to say what's up to the people, Trey? Who's that? Okay. Love to see it, love to see it. So, again, we have not too, too much to um going on. Um, Obviously, Crown Jewel is in, like, a week. Correct. Um, you know, there's shit going on in the indies. Um, I don't know. I feel like full gear, full gear sometime next month. Um... And then we're obviously we're gonna cover um impact um going back to TNA once hard to kill hits um Survivor Series recapping of night one of Halloween Havoc and what other else floats our boat today. Right, so, so where are we gonna start first? Yeah, so I'm I'm honestly gonna start with Halloween Havoc because I feel like that's easier because that should be fresh in everyone's mind. Cool. No, it's not a loop. I I will forget about everything that happened probably by the end of tonight. To be completely honest, um, but also shout out to Halloween Havoc. It was majority. I think the percentage was like eighty percent of the matches uh, were had women feature women, women open and close the show. Yeah, excuse me. You know, they only had it. two men's matches. Yes, there was only two men's matches. Love to see it. Um. So I'm gonna go over to Trady. What's What's your thoughts? What do you What did you like dislike about Halloween Havoc? I didn't watch it. Um, oh, oh. Uh, but what? So, no, what do you like, like about what you know of Halloween Havoc? I'll I'll rephrase that for you. Uh, shout out to Chase U. Shout out to Roxanne and Kiana James match. Shout out Kalani Jordan advancing. Lola Vice. Shout out to her. I hope Kalani win that. Um. I totally did not see Blair and Gigi, but I believe Blair won. And uh, I don't know. I will, I'm not sold on Lexus King. It's like too much of them trying to like <clears throat> understand. He like I don't know this man and everything, but it's too much of like damn trying to kill the Brian Pillman character and gimmick and everything. And I I, I don't understand that. Like I I can see why they're doing it, but I don't understand it. So, those are my thoughts. Oh, and hey, Jay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw you come out there, girl, at the end of the show, sat in that mm-hmm. chair in that outfit. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tiff? Um, I actually really enjoyed Halloween Havoc. I thought it was a really solid um, live event for WWE. Um, All the matches on there were pretty decent. The only one that I would say 
uh, it's hard to choose what was bad because you have to really go over each match. But for the most part, they all did pretty well. As far as Lexus King goes, I wasn't okay with the overselling of him burying his father in that regard because I just felt like it was unnecessary. Um, but I get that it's a sounding board. It's a, it's a more of a springboard for him to move into something different. But I feel like at the beginning when they did his vignettes, that it was very, very strong. And I'm like, if that's how he feels, that's fine. But at the same time, it was a bit much for me. But match-wise, he was fine. I thought he did great in his first match. Um, he didn't just overtly beat Dante Chin. It was pretty even kill um, throughout that match. He performed exceptionally well, in my opinion. I'm very curious as to where he's going to go character-wise. I hope they don't rest too much on the whole Debbie dad situation because we get enough of that with fucking Dominic. So <laughs> I don't I don't want to hear about it 24-7. Um, Lyra Valkyria beating Becky, making history. They were the two first Irish girls to main event. Um, it was a good match between the two of them. I was surprised that she beat her, if I'm being honest. I didn't think Becky was going to keep the title long, but I didn't think that Lyra would end up taking the title off of her. I don't know why. I just didn't think that that would happen. But it did, and they had a really good match. The girls closed the show, and they did exceptionally well. And Jade made her presence known in the beginning of the match. She came out there before the match even started. <laughs> she was there, sitting on the throne with her two bodyguards by her side, and watched that match from there. When it was over, she was giving the girls their props. And that was it. And I was like, okay, so I see where you're going, which is fine. Um, the other match with Chase U, never in a million years would I have bet that they were going to win that match against the family. I was 100% sure that the family were going to end up defending that title against either the Cree brothers or um, Umberto and Angel. But Shawn Michaels strikes again, I guess that you could say that overall it was a good show I'm excited for night two because I want to see I want to see that match between Carmelo and um, I'm excited to see the match between Ilya and Carmelo I really want to see that because I like watching them wrestle they're fun to watch everything else with the finals for the um, women's tournament I do not think Kaylani Jordan is going to win. I think Lola is going to be able to be the one to take that win. Unfortunately, she probably is going to be the one to take it. Um, that's it for me. What about you, Nicole? Um, I like completely, I don't know if that match was really short or I was really like going to town on my food because I feel like I saw Kiana and, um, well, no, I was finishing my food sort of. I feel like I like saw 
right when they started the match and I, I completely just like I came back and it was like done already and I was like what is going on um but the finals for the women's um breakout tournament I'm not really shocked by um I think old dancing girl is probably gonna win though mm-hmm. um because I don't think she's going to have a successful, I know it's not a money in the bank, but I'm going to call it a cash in. I don't think her cash in is going to be successful. So I think it's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, and then for the rest of the matches, like the, it was like a solid pay-per-view. Um, I like when I was like, I was like in and out of the men's tag match. I, once I like, you know, like, really got back into it, I was like, they won. So, mm-hmm. obviously, that was very, like, shocking to me. Um, Shout out to Shotzi and Scarlett. The outfits were great. They did a great job hosting. Um, And I was just, like, shocked Um, Lyra won. Like, I was, I was flabbergasted. I was shocked, honey. I was shocked. Um, But, yeah, it was, like, it was a good favorite. It was a good little, you know, little TV pay-per-view shit. Oh, it's good. Good. Good to see Jade. I want her. I'm almost I'm almost to a point where I'm like, okay, like I don't think she has that much to work on. Like, I want to see her in the ring. Like they got another week of this, and I'm like, I want to see her in the ring. Whether or not, that's that's you know, it's good. Um, so we'll just um stay on topic for WWE so for let me read what I saved so basically WWE is completely opening what's the name of the stadium all state arena because you know can't not ever not go to Chicago for anything in wrestling um but they are completely opening up all the all the seats, um, the shitty ones in the back, so they can try to be um, so it can be at full, so um, they can be at full capacity. Um, again, obviously, Survivor Series, you know, it's you know, it's a big four. I just find it very odd. Especially for oh, Kenny Omega showed up to work. Um, I just think it's weird. I just think it's weird because it's like, why all of a sudden? Why are we opening up all these? Like, why do we keep opening up seats? And again, it's like WWE has then has had no problem, obviously, especially the last few few pay per views, completely selling it out, and they have not done this before. So I just find this odd. So, what are your guys' thoughts? I don't know. I mean, Trey make a point when he said they're not going to be able to see back there. No, they're not going to be able, no one's going to be able to see. They're going to be pissed. So, like, what are you buying tickets to behind there for? And why, like, what are you going to do to make it so they can see? You feel me like you're going to have a new type of stage or what? Right. I think it's just a big money grab. I don't think it has nothing special going on happening with it. It's just a big money grab. Yo, we got these seats. We never use them. Uh, 
And when they put them up, it's the same prices as the other seats. So, oh no, <laughs> it wasn't like they were cheaper or nothing. So you're selling the seats with limited visibility for the same price as those who could actually see. Nah, fam, y'all gonna have to charge like watch party prices <laughs> for them seats, like. Put a Titan up back there and then they can watch it in the arena for $20 in the seat. Then I understand. But you charging the same amount and I can't see? Nah. Nah, I'm not with that. That's some bullshit. I never understood. I I don't understand it because again, it's limited. Of I don't think um Allstate Arena is like set up that great anyways to, from the get go. Let alone to complete to be at full capacity. I know I can't remember what year it is, but there was that Survivor Series, and they had like that very very small entryway, and it looked fucking weird. I don't remember that year. I just visibly remember Kurt Angle coming out. And it's like, you couldn't even like, again, you can't, there's like no Titantron or anything. I just remember, I just like saw his like big head on the display. Oh my God. What year was that? That was going to bother me. Everybody that I've been seeing online is just, everybody just wants CM Punk to come back. Personally, I don't need to see CM Punk. I don't really want to see him in the E either. And um, they don't ne necessarily need him. So I'll put it back. They don't need him. They they don't. So I wouldn't. It's just a big money grab. I'm not going to spend too much time on them opening up them seats because they've done stuff like this in the past and then you get, you be like, People work themselves into a shoot. Oh, they're going to do this. And then nothing happened. Well, why did y'all open up them seats? Because they wanted that money. I mean, I mean true, true. All right, we're going to move on to more exciting news. I was a little tipsy when I first saw this news because I was at a, um, I didn't, I was at a party and I was obvious, I was the only one who was very excited about this again because obviously I was with a bunch of uh, regular folks, but, um, TNA announced at I forgot what pay-per-view that was. Bound for Glory. Um at Bound for Glory, this huge ass, it was like it's like five minutes that video. Yeah. That video is five minutes. Also, I'm going to say this impact, I am almost a hundred and thousand percent positive. Don't have as pockets as deep as AEW yet they have such massively better production value. Hmm. I don't understand. I would love for someone to explain that to me, but we're going to move on from that. So, so after that, and then they make this big hold um, to do and basically announcing that after um, at Heart to Kill, they are officially transitioning back to being called T um, TNA. So, 
so how do you guys feel about that? Does anyone care, not care? What's what's the tea? Well, try what you think. Is it needed? Life in real is it needed? My last memory of TNA is 2005, so what are they saying? We about to get that old 2005 feeling back? From my understanding of what I read of their press release, they did do a Q&A on um, Facebook. They posted that to YouTube if you want to watch it. Um, from my understanding, via the press release, they're going to be revamping everything. So it's a whole new set. Um, they're going to have new production they're gonna have bigger venues which i'm assuming they hope later on will lead to a better tv deal for them so maybe is it needed yes and no so yes i believe it's needed if they want to appeal to a more commercialized audience and um, they want to be back in that big player in the game type of situation, I do think that they should revamp Impact. Do I think they need to go back to TNA? Not necessarily, no. Um, But I like the idea of changing up things and pushing boundaries and moving yourself into a different space, at least on the surface looking that way on the surface all right <clears throat> so let's get this out the way to make that announcement a five minute video was not needed um i've been watching tna impact wrestling since back in the day like oh three I, I remember them being on tv um so y'all been impact wrestling since like oh six almost 20 years now y'all going back to the tna name total non-stop wrestling better venues this and that like but y'all literally impact was making a move now for other people this nostalgia oh my god tna is coming back this and that a lot of these people who i've seen speaking on and mentioning it they weren't even of age when TNA was out here like that. A lot of people out here capping like TNA was the best thing. Like, bruh, you weren't even watching TNA or old enough to even visualize TNA the way that you're talking about. You remember old Impact Wrestling, but you think that's TNA. But, I mean, I, I'm going to stick beside them. I ride with them. I don't care if it's TN. Maybe because they can say that right there. Like, Impact Wrestling, you ain't got no way to shorten that down it's always impact wrestling but tna wrestling if they do the total non-stop action and say that's what that means but now people can say tna tna something better than impact wrestling impact wrestling but you know like everything y'all did with impact it's like i don't know Well, I understand that. Understand it. Um, I like it for the fact I feel like branding would be easier because, you know, Impact Wrestling, you know, doesn't really roll off the tongue on a marketing standpoint. 
Um, but going back to like how TNA was, like, you know, I watched TNA for years. Like I there was a point where um I that's why I don't have a lot of recollection or I don't know a lot about WWE during those weird um 2000s eras because that's when I just completely stopped watching it so I didn't see like that and a lot of a lot of that stuff I did not watch while it was going on because I was simply just watching um TNA and Impact at that time. But yes, I do agree. I think people are confusing very early Impact with TNA. I feel like that's a thing because once I people talk about it, they're like, oh, Cody. I said, Cody was never in TNA. <laughs> so let's, let's stop. Um, but yeah, I think if they're able to market it correctly... I think it'll be good. Um, I don't think they need to completely lose um, impact because I feel like what they've been able to do as impact has been solid. And I don't want them to kind of lose what all they've done so far just so they can be like, oh, we're fucking TNA again. Like, let's, I'm like, no, like, let's relax. And like, let's, you know make sure things are in order. So that's my kind of concern that I have about this. All right. Um, all right. I forgot what else we were talking about. I forgot. Girl, that was it. We didn't have we had a real short week this week. <laughs> it was not heavy. Not at all. What going on? Um Trey, you want to give us an indie update? What's going on in these streets? Oh, there's a lot going on in these streets, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I ain't even been paying attention. Nah, I'm just playing. Uh, Kitsune uh, Wrestling in California just did their all-women show with names of Mercedes Martinez, Lula Nightingale, Janai Kai, um, Nicole Savoy made her return, Trisha Dora, um, Hibiscus Me, um, partnership with TJPW, you know, uh, check that out on IWTV. Uh, West Coast Pro has announced a partnership with TJPW. Um, I saw that. Bringing more Joshi wrestlers in 2024. Um, it's going to go crazy, as they say. Um, if you don't know, a lot of wrestlers have, women's wrestlers have pulled away from CCW um, as they were having money issues or not paying talent. Um, please make sure you guys pay your talent, book more women. Uh, when we started this back in 2020, you know, just talking on podcasts, and it's now 2023, uh, we've been saying the same thing. Is 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 tiring people. Let's, let's make some moves. Um, Shook Dunkerton, if you don't know, is the new Pan African World Dysphoria Champion. He beat Trisha Dora and uh, ended her uh, one thousand three hundred thirty eight day reign. Um, his first defense now will be against Jasmine Navarro. 
um, at Naptown All Pro Dreams and Nightmares 2, presented by We Love Wrestling. If Shook retains, or even if he loses, the person who comes out of that match will have a second title defense against uh, Joseph A. Game um, at Paradigm the following week. Um, so, you know, that's something to keep your eyes on if you're about that black wrestling. Um, it is a recognized world championship. Um, so make sure y'all check that out. Also, uh, one last indie update. Promoters. Companies. All of y'all. Get on Twitter right now and retweet that Brian Keith tweet about one face Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Because if y'all don't know, Brian Keith is that one. And after y'all do that, I want y'all to book more women again. Okay? There's no reason on cards if you got seven minutes matches, you only got one or two women's matches. Barely. And they'd be having the shortest match time. Yeah. Make it an even show, people. Do that. Um, but other than that, that's just a quick indie update. There's a whole lot more. And if you want to catch more, you can probably catch it one day on YouTube. We don't have a set day yet, but we've been doing it more. Right, back to you guys. Well, thank you. I love that. I can do that more. I have Trey give us a business what's going on. Um, so besides that, Anything, if I want to talk about anything in wrestling that's grinding their gears, besides these folks not getting paid. Oh, Lord. No. Oh, really? yeah, I do. I do. Um, and this is a big one. Hey, Jade. I just want to make sure she knows I said hey. That's all I got. God. I can't. All right, actually, did, I have a question. Did you make sure into everything y'all said hi? Like, come oh, on. Okay. All right, I have a question for everybody. Nope. Okay. Well, All right. So, Ring of Honor is, um, you know, uh, Ring of Honoring still. If you If you know, you know. What will it take or what do you think it will or what does it need for that product to get more eyes on it? Because I think we talked about, I don't know, Trey and I talked about it, but um, Tiff and I were very not okay with Athena not being number one on the PWI 250. Um, but that's again, that was a whole nother conversation. So what do you think Ring of Honor needs to do to get more eyes on a product? Because it's just put them on TV. Take Rampage off and put Ring of Honor in Rampage's place. Simple. You can't. Why? You don't fully own Ring of Honor. Look, 
Like two years ago, I told Joe when he got Ring of Honor, he don't fully own it. It's Sinclair Broadcasting. Still has a stake in it. No matter and what, sh- no matter what Tony Khan do, here's what Ring of Honor really needs. It needs somebody who cares about the product. It needs somebody who can run Ring of Honor totally separate from AEW. But from things that I hear, they try to run, act like AEW and Ring of Honor is the same thing. But a lot of stuff that's happening on Ring of Honor, like Ring of Honor actually got some bangers like Athena and her sketches with Billy Starks and uh, Lexi Nair. That should be regular TV every week. You don't see it. It's behind a paywall. Um, Some of the stories they're doing over there is cool, but they also run Ring of Honor like AEW Dark. Because you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my indie people getting on the show. But that's the same format that was going on AEW Dark and Dark Elevation. Like, but now you want people to pay $9.99 and they was getting the same thing for free on, on YouTube. And then you got that, like, besides maybe three or four things, the way they do their storylines is it's crazy because it's like, oh, they had this match on Rampage, but this is going to be the match on Ring of Honor. Or they had this built up on Ring of Honor, and now we're going to give it to you on Rampage or Collision. So it's like, where's the care? Like, do they have any care for it? Like, I don't see nobody over there that really care for it. It feels like <clears throat> it feels like people just walk in the day of and find out what they're going to do. That's what it seems like. Well, get Ring of Honor out of Tony Khan's hand and let, like, all them people you y'all claim y'all got backstage and y'all work on storylines and pitch this and that. There's nobody back there who can say, okay, I got Ring of Honor over here under this right here, like, because besides from the wrestlers doing their thing, I don't know if the care is there. Samoa Joe's the TV champion of Ring of Honor, but he's been all on the videos on the YouTube. <laughs> he's he been out here talking about the AEW World Championship. And then, you know, he'll randomly have a TV title match. Like, here you go. The Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Now, all right, let me off a man now. See, now I'm off brain going. As many times as they done made people give up their championship belt when somebody get hurt. MJF and Adam Cole become the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. And you trying to tell me MJF by itself just going to hold on to these tag team belts? You got like some tag teams in Ring of Honor who that championship would actually help. But he didn't. they didn't have to give up the belt. So now it's just like the belt's like a a second thought because what they had to match with uh, the righteous and they built up the righteous for what a week, well, two weeks on Ring of yeah. Honor, and they had them on Rampage or Collision, gave them that promo, had the tag match. We ain't seen, or I, well, let me not say that, maybe they have, but I haven't heard too much about the righteous since. <laughs> But don't get it's me. Sad. Especially if 
with those tag belts because in my opinion well before they started doing all this rigmarole with it to me that's like some that's like one of the most if not the most prestigious tag belts in my opinion yeah and right now they basically like killing the belts yeah and you think about the all the tag teams all the people who have held those belts over the year who got who got injured and they took that belt off of them? They didn't even get out the fucking building yet. Who was that? It was somebody in AEW. It's been done like three or four times. Here go yeah, they're real yeah. quick. And mm-hmm. I understand that a that he's your world champion, but there's no way they need to hold him because Adam Cole had to go get fucking surgery. Lord knows when he's gonna come back. And then he having tag matches and beating the people. Like, is he going to run through the division? Like, I know the best way you could do that. I mean, a circle back to something that I feel like never got settled. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let Sean Dean and Carly uh, take it off of Because the way they tried to run with that, Sean Dean's only hasn't never been beaten by the MJF, and he's undefeated and everything. All right, bro. Then give him a tag team title shot. But mm-hmm. then they had a tag team battle royal and the infantry one nowhere to be seen. Mm. I don't know. It kills me. Maybe we'll go back and have that conversation one day because, you know, when uh, the whole thing happened in AEW, you had that rap album come out. They told us they'd be cool. Everything would get better. Um, short you know, I'm about shit, so. Yeah, you know, I'll see. Also, if y'all here listening to Down for the Count, um, I posted something on Twitter. I was like, who are some women that need to be, uh, who you feel like should be more talked about in wrestling media? I got a whole bunch of names. Here's what I want to ask the people, though. Why does it take somebody to put up a status like that or a, a comment like that to get everybody to start tagging? If you believe these people should be known all the time, repost their stuff. Like, don't wait till somebody put that up and say, oh, I need y'all to recognize this person more. No, nah, y'all need to be posting that to put it in the people uh, atmosphere like that. You know what I'm saying? Down for the Count did just release three episodes. Crazy. Like my shit said, I said three. They wilding out here. How do you even got three like that? But you know, go check out all three of them. Um, but yeah, man. Mm-mm-mm. Um, shout out to Trady for that. Okay. Three. Um, I obviously feel like we're the last Mohicans of that start of them, them Zoom meetings. Um, but you know, he believes in what we're doing over here. I believe in what he's doing. He out here working hard, even though he act like he's not, but he is. Okay, working. I ain't doing that. Okay, <laughs> what you say that? But he be out here working, so you know you gotta give your flowers. I don't feel like nobody see it, man. I be out, I, so you know I ain't doing nothing until more people see it. I ain't doing nothing. 
I feel that. So, this is a nice little short and sweet episode of Down for a Count. Um, Sting finally hanging up the raggedy ass boots. Love that. Um, I will. Cl- I've been clowning Sting for years, and I am okay with it. I'm not paying attention to this Sting. Sting being retired. Yes, in my eyes, he retired five years ago. But that's a whole nother thing. Um, but any any last words? Anybody? Anything you need to add? Um, Trey, you wanna up like wanna plug some upcoming stuff for We Love Wrestling? I don't know when it's coming out. Uh, all social media, We Luv Wrestling on Twitter. I mean X We Luv Wrestling one. Check out Women of Wednesday, Women in Wrestling with Leah Knight. Um, next week, we got Adriana coming. Um, also, we're doing our Naptown All Pro thing, Countdown to Dreaming Chasers, all this week. You got a podcast from both Jack Diego Hill. What? Um, what? What? Um, Hold on. <laughs> you got Bojack Diego Hill. You... How did get here? Well, you... He lost. <laughs> you... <laughs> you got... <laughs> I'm sorry. Rick Flair just popped up on AEW. <laughs> you got Bojack Diego Hill. You got um Isaiah Bronner. Suge um, D. And Rico Gonzalez. We LUV wrestling on all social media, but wait a minute. I'm sorry, Rick Flair just popped up. I, I wasn't expecting that. Y'all are um, lying. No, no Rick Flair no. just walked out on AEW TV. Oh, fucking hell. Is that going to be Sting retirement match? I'm not going. Go to hell. Rick Flair versus Sting in retirement. If they do this, they can really go to hell. Yo, um, they just want them to die because ain't no way. Why are you here? This Tony crying. Tony is such a soft motherfucker. Why are y'all chanting holy shit? He's been there before. It ain't like he ain't. Oh, yeah, that is right. He's Have been there been before. before. Yeah. I think he. Oh, he did. That was yeah. forever ago. This is hilarious. I mean, he did say he wanted one more match. No, come on. Oh. Please spare us. Spare yourself. I'm just saying. He did say I, he will, fuck, I will shit a brick. Oh, my God. At this point, you're just grasping at straws. That's just embarrassing. How did they get him there? They just leave a line. Did they leave a line of hookers and and bottles? Like, what's going on? No, please stop. (laughs) The last match. Someone was outside. Oh, like, woohoo. Shivani. I can't stand Tony Shivani. I don't care what nobody says. What Shivani do? I don't like him. I haven't liked him for years. I haven't liked him since I was a kid. I just feel like he's fucking. I just feel like he's always whining. I hate his voice. 
It's Sting. Oh, I'm sick of. Ugh, I do not want to see all these old white men in this ring. But I guess if you can't get on the E. Where oh yeah, that dark side ring, that dark side ring, I'm so fuck piss you up. <laughs> I got enough problems right now with Vince. I want to ride it out with you. What do you mean? Oh Jesus! What? What kind of meds is he on? He looks crazy. Rick, sit down. Who is this? Oh, it's Christian. Okay. Yeah, it's Christian. You know, might as well have the rest of the old folks come out. I mean, sure. But we're gonna put on for the future. Okay. Um... We're going to go. You guys, yeah. I hope you enjoyed our short episode. That's right, everyone. Um, Tulu. Um, light a candle for Ric Flair. Hopefully he doesn't hurt something else on himself. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> and we out. Peace.